Hey everyone, in today's episode, we are going to tackle the subject of self-doubt. It's very common, a lot of people deal with it, and I love, as a Christian life coach, to really help people work through self-doubt because a lot of it is going to begin in your mind with the thoughts that you are thinking. But here's the thing, in today's society, even though self-doubt is very prevalent, most advice is very secular and has us looking into ourselves, and it's all about self-affirmation. The problem with that is, I find it odd that we can be the root of the problem ourselves, but then also be the root of the solution, they're missing a piece there. So today we're going to talk about self-doubt and looking at it through a biblical lens. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. So first things first, where does self-doubt come from? There can be many causes. It can be from past experiences, certain circumstances that we've had to walk through, negative self-talk, comparison with others, you know, criticism, rejection. There's a lot of avenues and it can be things that we've worked through. It can be things that keep coming up over and over and over again in our lives. And so it's a repetitive cycle for us because I don't think anyone, no matter who they are, has ever has ever conquered being purely not self-conscious or have any type of self-doubt in their life. It's it's a normal part of life because we are forever changing. Our, our circumstances are forever changing. And so self Self-doubt really becomes part of our narrative as human beings throughout life. And so I want to take this moment to really talk about it, talk about where it can, you know, where the seed starts to grow with self-doubt and how we can biblically look at it in a way that will help us have a a more fitting toolbox to really help us work through self-doubt because ultimately it's going to be a part of our journey as people. And so this negative self-talk, like I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, there's no way I can do this, you know, these types of thoughts and feelings are things that drum up from self-doubt, having real unrealistic expectations of ourselves, comparing ourselves to other people, and that is forever going to be part of our story because we live in a broken world and we're always going to be changing, you know, the dynamics of our the world around us and what we're facing. Another part of self-doubt too is cynicism. You know, cynicism is a large culprit to our self-doubt. I really talk about this in my previous season of the Thought Vault. There's an episode, I believe it's episode number 19. I'll link that episode down below in the show or in the show notes so you can uh, listen to it. But that episode I think is really important because in today's society, being cynical is extremely pervasive right now. And this also impacts us with our self-doubt because cynicism keeps us kind of disassociated. It can make us easily fall into the trap of negative self-talk and really impacting how we feel just in general about our lives. It, It manifests itself into a lot of inaction, a lot of like I said, disassociation and struggles a lot of times that you see in relationships and your relationships in your life. So it's very important that we kind of tackle this. And I hope today's episode really gives you some food for thought, some tools that you can use, and we can look at it from a biblical standpoint and see what God has to say. You know, self-doubt has negative effects on people and their families. It's It leads to anxiety and depression and stress. And specifically me as a mom, you know, I've seen how my own self-doubt really catapults into just how I'm showing up as a mom, how I'm relating to my kids even. If I'm not confident in how I'm feeling, I'm very frustrated or overwhelmed and disconnected. And so having a grapple on your self 
self-doubt, having really working on your confidence, your ability to make decisions, not having hesitation with taking certain actions, you know, that's all part of it. And so being able to really understand where the seed of self-doubt comes from, I think is going to help all of us just have a better reference for how to deal with that when it creeps up. And the Bible, you know, there's lots of references references about overcoming self-doubt. One of the most well-known verses is in Philippians 4.13, which states, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We've heard this verse. It's on shirts. It's on journals. It's it's on tons of paraphernalia around the world. But And so I think sometimes verses like that that are com- quote unquote commercialized kind of for us, it's like we see it, we read it, and we're like, oh yeah, that's right. You know, we just keep moving. But if you really think about it, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The power of the Holy Spirit is within us, dwells within us. And the power of the Holy Spirit is the same power of God that lifted, raised Jesus from the dead. That is the power of God. That's that's a lot. So when I have been in seasons of just turmoil and angst and sadness and feeling very, very downtrodden, I guess you could say, I have thought about that. I've thought about like the Holy Spirit is with me. God is with me always. And I can face this. It seems insurmountable at the time. Right now, I don't see a way through. I don't know. But that is the time that God is for us going to give us what we need to get through. Because if we did not have him, it is unfathomable as to how it would happen. And this has rang true for me. There have been so many things I've had to walk through and emotions and hurts and struggles. And it it has been the truth that had I not had God, had I not known who God was, I don't know how I would have handled it or been able to get through it or the pain would have lasted so much longer and been so much more difficult to face. It's just the same thing. It's like we can look at people who don't believe in God and say, I have no idea how you're getting through life right now, not knowing him. So these are the things that I think about, especially when I hear this verse, because it used to be something that I didn't give too much thought to, um, because it's just one that you hear so much. But when you really tune into who God is and who he says he is in his word, this is profound. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes and amen. Another verse to consider is 2 Timothy 1.7. It states, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And this verse reminds me that fear and self-doubt do not come from God, that we have the power to rebuke that. And when I have had a spirit of fear on me, anxiety, anxiousness, I have literally called out, I rebuke this in the name of God. I rebuke this feeling because it does not come from God. And that is something that has helped me many, many a time, especially with things like, you know, if there's been a health scare with, with my children and it's just like taking me over, you know, you know, that villain's mom, it's like, that's literally when something's going on with your kid that you can't control, it is all consuming. And then you get in your head, like down the rabbit hole of you don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but you inevitably do. And in those moments of just pure overwhelm, I will literally call out to God and say, please, God, get rid of this fear. I rebuke this fear in your name. And that is powerful. That helps with so much doubt, so much fear. And a lot of self-doubt comes from this fearful place. Fear is a very, very powerful emotion because it takes away control. It makes us feel that we are victims and no one likes to feel like a victim. And it's very consuming. And fear is an element of self-doubt because you have a fear of failure. You have a 
fear of your capabilities. You have a fear of, you know, what people think about you, that there goes that comparison element. So fear is a driver of self-doubt. So when we think about this verse in 2 Timothy, it really drives home that those emotions are something we can reject. We do not have to accept them and we do have power over them in the name of Jesus. Another great verse is Romans 8, 37. And all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. This verse reminds us that we can overcome challenges and that we have that ultimate peace from God. We have that ultimate foundation, that bedrock to stand on because we know that what the ultimate value of our life is has been been already proclaimed in Jesus's name. And when I have doubt over myself, I think about that. God sees Jesus in my place right now. I am able to face this. I am able to figure out a way because I have God on my side. It's so easy to read the verses and just discount them to, well, that sounds nice, but I'm not, I'm not experiencing that, you know, or, or that doesn't apply to my situation that, that that's applying to them. That's one I think about often. I'm like, oh, well, of course, you know, that, that works out for them. But for me, I, you know, I'm never one that gets that type of solution or gets that resolved. And that is a that is a lie straight from Satan. And so I want to just encourage you that when we are having those those thoughts, that is not true. It's just simply not true. And that's been a habit I've had to condition myself of when I have those thoughts, just to literally rebuke them. The thing that radically changed for me is when I really deepened my relationship with God and I used scripture daily in my walk. So I've not been one to have like great memorization, like habit of the word. I love meeting people who can literally just pop off scripture, like they're talking to you and they just pop it off in the conversation. Or you say something to them and you, and they're like, you know, that reminds me of a verse in Exodus, something like that. Like I've never been that way. I aspire to it. I want to get there. And there was a season in my life where I was involved in what we call D group with our church. And so it was, we're broken up into groups. You know, you signed up if you wanted to be involved in it. And there was a D group leader and you had a group and y'all met weekly. Part of our weekly meeting was we would have memorized scripture for the week. And then, you know, we kind of do basically like a devotional when we get together each week, we have prayer requests. It's just a, it's just a fellowship time. And it's like having a core group to do that with. And it was amazing. And I hope one day to be able to commit to that again, because I loved it. It really helped me recite biblical truth over my day. And I loved being able to memorize the verses. It's not like I can't do that now. I just loved the accountability of that season of my life of having that I need to get back to it. And I know I can do it on my own. I don't have to have a perp- a reason to do it. But I say all that to say those scriptures that I still can remember, I still reference them. Like if I'm having a struggle with a child where their temperament has just been really challenging me, and I need that something to help me get through, I can pull scripture out, right? And so having those moments where you can recite scripture over yourself is so paramount and it's such a powerful tool. And even if you're not, if you're like me and you need to work on this habit, another thing I just got in the habit of doing, and I probably should link this episode too. I think I have an episode all about praying. I know that I do. And one thing I feel like some people walk in bondage over is not being able to just pray to God. Like just, I don't want to say willy nilly because I don't know prayers willy nilly, but like some people just believe that they have to have, you have to, they, they have to be sitting down, their head has to be bowed, their eyes need to be closed. It has to be in a certain context that they pray. I do those things before mealtime. I have a routine of 
praying with the kids before they go to bed, that sort of thing. But honestly, I pray all day. Like I pray for patience. I pray for help. If I have to get on a phone call and I'm feeling nervous about it, I pray about so many things and even talk audibly out loud. Like I'm sure if people had a camera in my house, they'd be like, who is she talking to? It's probably God or like myself. I like talk out my thoughts. Pray to him all day. That truly is going to help tremendously with your self-doubt. If you're going into a meeting with your boss, say a prayer, right? When you're in in a meeting maybe or meeting, having a conversation, like sometimes when I'm having conversations with people, I will literally be in my head praying, saying, God, please give me the right words to say. Having an open line of communication with God all day is so paramount to giving you confidence, keeping you tuned in, present, motivated, and just having an assurance that despite how uncomfortable this is or despite how cruddy you're feeling, there is this old ultimate peace that you get to walk in and live in each day. There have been research studies that have talked about how to overcome self-doubt. One study in the Journal of Personal uh, Personality and Social Psychology found that self-affirmation helps individuals overcome self-doubt. And I mentioned this earlier, that's very common. So self-affirmation is a huge counterattack to self-doubt, but it can only get you so far. And it And that's because when we have a dialogue of self-doubt and you're like, oh, well, actually, I'm great at this, you know, (laughs) like there's only so much just thinking a positive opposite thought can get you because you really need to be able to ingrain in your in your consciousness the better emotion of feeling positive about your life. And ultimately, that's not going to come just from within. As much as secular world wants you to feel that way, it you know, self-doubt is a narrative that we've built up because of our circumstances, because of our poor thinking, lies directly from Satan and mean people in our life. Like, let's just be real. People that just are mean (laughs) and have impacted you in a negative way. Like I can still remember having like a negative comment made about me from a teacher in the third grade. So weird things like that just can trigger this response in your brain to hold on to something that is not serving you well throughout life. And I like to focus on that because biblical affirmations that incorporate God and his truth are truly going to get you to that next place in your journey of self-confidence. And ultimately, knowing who you are in God is the ultimate assurance that is truly going to help you navigate self-doubt and get past that obstacle or the boundary that it's creating in your life. The The thing that it, it is, it's holding you back from, right? So I actually have to mention this, I have a faith-based affirmations journal that's totally free. And if you jump into that insiders group I talk about in every episode, we have a uh, free Facebook community group. You just go to boldpearls.com forward slash insiders, or you can click the link in the show notes. There's a free affirmation journal in that group, like linked at the top. You can just grab it and it's it has like a daily work. It has like a little worksheet you, you can print off to use daily if you want. And then it has a bunch of biblical um, Bible verse based affirmations to to use daily. And so these are biblical affirmations are basically like many prayers, many thoughts, many verses that um, you can just think about, write it in your planner, you know, have it at top of mind. So you're basically creating a disruption in this negative self-talk. You're creating a disruption in these negative beliefs that are impacting how you're feeling. Because the truth is when you don't feel good about yourself, so much is impacted by that. We've already mentioned you become overwhelmed. It can strain your relationships. It can impact your job. But even outside of that, it 
impacts you negatively physically. Think about when you're nervous and you get like what I call the bubble guts where your stomach kind of gets in a knot. You might have to go to the bathroom. We have physical reactions to negativity in our mind. That is just true and blue. People that have negative self-doubt are typically statistically have more sickness. Like they get sick easier because their immune system is uh, repressed from feeling sick or having bad mental health, basically. So it's wild. There's so much science behind that. And to me, it just speaks to God's creation because he speaks a lot in the Bible about how what's in our heart comes out on our tongue, you know, things that impact how we a lot of what God tells us to do is to get a hold of our tongue, get a hold of our heart, get a hold of our mind, the non-physical aspects of our life, right? So when we are doing work to help ourselves personally grow, personal, i.e. personal growth, it really has a purpose. And so when we double that with living God's truth, we're literally creating a new way of seeing life. We're, we're being renewed, just like God tells us we are when we step into his world, right? When we accept God into our life, we are a renewed creature. And so we have this whole living word, this living word of God that is truth and when we meditate on it, when we say prayers, when we say it over ourselves every day, we're creating a new pathway in our mind. Every single morning we wake up and we have what are called neural pathways, new neurotransmitters that have been created through our sleep. And so basically what it is, it's like another, it's a connecting point. So when we wake up, we have more connecting points in our brain, meaning we can learn new things and make new connections. So it's up to us to use that, right? 90% of our day is habitual, even to what we're thinking. So when we really want to overcome self-doubt, we have to break up our normal pattern. It's so much about having better habits. And a great way to do that is to renew our mind, to break up the cycle of self-doubt, to have new things to say over ourselves, to pray, to connect with God over. In another journal of experimental social psychology, they found that writing about one self-doubt and negative emotions can help people overcome them. This is known as expressive writing, and it involves writing about one's deepest thoughts and feelings. It's it's really, it helps you gain clarity on what you're thinking. It helps you have perspective. You can kind of read it back to yourself and see what it is that really is bothering you. You'll be surprised. I love to journal, and I have it in a myriad of ways. Like, I'll journal things out in the notes of my phone. I'll write it in the margins of my Bible. I have like a digital notebook I write things down in. I have a physical notebook. Like there's notebooks literally all over my house. So I, I love the, I I believe in the power of journaling because it does help. It also gives you a record of what you're facing and ways to pray for your situation. This is what I love journaling for because sometimes when I have clients, they're like just truly stuck. They don't even know anything. Like I'll ask them a question and their answer is, I don't know. So a lot of times homework for my clients can be journaling. Okay, well, let's journal this out because if you set a timer and you write for five, 10, maybe you end up writing for 30 minutes. You don't give yourself a guideline. You don't give yourself a prompt. It's just free expressive writing and you see what comes out. You'll be amazed at seeing the subconscious thing that you might be worrying about. Like you might just be writing grandma's sick. Once you read that back, you're like, you know, that's really been bothering me. 
Like that's really been bothering me that my grandmother is so sick right now. It's kind of just been weighing on me. I don't think I've been like really facing that. I've kind of been what I call file 99 in it, like not thinking about it because it just stresses me out. So when you, when you journal things, sometimes things come up that you otherwise weren't totally aware was impacting you. And this applies to self-doubt. So you might be thinking about something like an argument you had with a colleague or something, or maybe you overheard a colleague say something not so nice about you or a friend, right? It's just eating away at you and it's causing you to have a lot of negative feelings about yourself. So maybe journaling for you is going to help you make some connections about why you're not feeling good, why you're having a lot of negative emotions toward yourself. And then you can pray over those specific things. It kind of just gives you a, a physical representation of what you're dealing with. So I like to think about that and use use journaling as a tool in this season of difficulty. You can write about good things too. It's not only for when you're bad and feeling bad, but self-doubt is something that's usually coming up. I would say not even usually 100% of the time coming up from something that you're thinking about. It's coming up from a, a negative thought that you are having, a feeling that you're experiencing. And so when we can focus on God's truth, practicing positive biblical affirmations of ourselves, writing about things, and the other piece would be seeking support. So, so many, and I can speak to being a mom myself, and a lot of my clients are moms, so I use a lot of mom references, but a lot of people feel like they can do it all. A lot of people don't want to be vulnerable. But when you think about even shows that you like to watch, or maybe a person on the social medias that you like to follow, most of the time that you like to watch that show or follow that person is because there is a connection that you have to this person because of a vulnerability that emotionally connects with you. And when you think about that, that is why having support helps because you have a place for feedback. You have a place to connect and hear someone's wise words about a situation, usually someone that's older than you or maybe trained in a way, you know, counselor, a coach or something like that, that can help you really dig in. So getting that support, even from a friend, you know, someone that you know you can trust and having a dialogue, like I've really been struggling with this. Get some feedback. You'll be amazed at what that feedback can do. And it really will help you have a broader scope of perspective. And a lot of times when we are in a negative self-doubting frame of mind, it's very one way. Like it's very narrow. It's like you're getting tunneled to a very little spot in your mind and you're having to find your way out of that and having better perspective of your situation, having outside perspective of that situation is really going to help bring so much to light. So if you're journaling, you're praying over you know, you're praying over the things that come up. You are biblically affirming truth about who you are, who God says you are, what God's word says about taking care of your mind, what he says about your worth and value as a person. That is going to help you mitigate the fear, the comparisonitis, the negative self-talk, the limiting belief, and all the obstacles, all of that that come up because we are wonderfully and fearfully made. We do have the strength of Christ dwelling within us at all times and that shouldn't be disregarded. And so when it comes to self-doubt, my biggest piece of advice for anyone is to really try to dig up the seed. What is the seed of this self-doubt in this season right now? It could be as flippant as someone's passing comment about 
something about you, or it could be as serious as a very troubled relationship that's impacting you so much, right? A close relationship you have. It could just come from a myriad of things, but it's not something we're ever going to get rid of in the world that we live in, but there are tools for dealing with it. And I hope that today you've been able to see what God has to say about that, what his word has told us. We do have the strength of God that dwells within us. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We are more than conquerors because God loves us and we have the capability of renewing our mind every single day. He gives our brain the capacity to learn, to think, and to make new connections every single day. And so one challenge I have for myself every day is what's one thing I'm going to learn today. And that is applicable to even seasons of doubt, because a lot of doubt comes from feeling like we're not capable. So if, if for example, you're having a lot of self-doubt and it, and it seems what you've dug up seems to be revolving around your career, well, maybe learning something new about something that's been challenging at you at work, taking a little bit more time with that, maybe that's going to help mitigate that self-doubt, right? Giving you a little bit more assurance on what you do know and how qualified you truly are. And praying over the situation, daily prayer, walking with God is the ultimate assurance we need. The ultimate counteract to living in self-doubt is living in the grace of God, living in the assurance that he gives us. So if you need to get that faith affirmation journal, please get into our group. I have a lot of amazing things coming down the pipe that I have been tirelessly working over, working on, and a lot of stuff is coming out soon. And I'm very excited. The people in the insiders group, they're going to get the first know about everything, the first dibs on stuff that I'm going to be offering coming up soon. So there's really no reason for you not to get in that group. It's just a great faith-based community of liked minded people who love the Lord and are focusing on personal growth. So be sure to get into the Bold Insiders group on Facebook. You can get to it by going to boldpearls.com forward slash insiders or click the link in the show notes. So let's not let self-doubt hold us back anymore. Let's take steps towards confidence and let's get into the word because that is ultimately where we can rest with our assurance on him who never changes. So until next time, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. Go live with bold intention, everyone. Bye for now.